Hi there. Hi there. Hi there. The great tit is a bird. The great tit is a bird. The great tit is a bird. Thank you for staying at Ticket International Hotel. Please hold for a moment while we connect you with a conference planning specialist. While you hold, consider our latest gift, now available at Tuka's Delicacies Shop, house-made Tuka chocolates. 90% cacao and dusted with 24-carat gold powder. These heart-shaped chocolates are the perfect fit for your loved ones back home. Nadia's phone buzzed. She checked it and showed it to TK, who nodded to her. To us, she said she was sorry, but she and TK had to take this meeting. Is it the fashion designer? Angelique's eyes lit up. Her face got softer, and for the first time, she looked like a girl, like her actual age, 15. Nadia cupped Angelique's cheek and said, They'll call soon, darling. They want to book you. But this meeting is even more important. We're meeting with a donor who wants to contribute to the shelter and perhaps also to your modeling career. The light in Angelique's eyes immediately died. Nadia gushed that it was so nice to meet Medina and me and not to worry, one of the hotel's drivers would take us back. Medina asked if we could see the shelter. Why? Arjun said suspiciously. Medina was like, it was always good to know about shelter. Absolutely, Nadia said. TK smiled like a proud sitcom dad and said, especially if you know girls that could use the help. Nadia made a phone call. Is the shelter ready to receive visitors? No perspectives, she said, looking at me, but we might bring a donor around later. She ended her call and said, the housekeeper just finished cleaning so you girls can go ahead. Just check that there aren't any other visitors before bringing Medina and Renea in. We don't want to overwhelm them. You should go with them, TK said, blinking at Nadia. I can't be sure, but she blinked back at him and it seemed as if they were blinking in code. She said, good idea, I'll find you in the office. On hearing this, Angelique's and Arjun's faces had gone from suspicious to surprised to guarded. They followed Nadia out of the classroom. I was thinking this would be a good time to leave and wait outside, but Medina took my arm and steered me to follow Nadia and the girls. I was confused. Hadn't I just scared them all a minute ago? But Medina shook her head and motioned for me to go. We went through the lobby, down a flight of stairs, into a thickly carpeted basement hallway that ended at a room labeled Ballroom Number 5 massage room. The shelter is a ballroom? Medina said. No, no, Nadia said. That's an old sign. We'll be renovating this whole space soon. She unlocked the door with a skeleton key, 
poked her head inside, then threw the door wide open. After you girls. But when her phone buzzed again and she took a look, then she said, TK needs me upstairs, so Arjun, Angelique, I will rely on you to show hospitality to our guests. Treat them like family, all right? She pressed the skeleton key into Arjun's palm and looked deep in her face. Arjun took the key and turned away. Fine, she said. Because who knows, said Nadia to Medina and me. You might just join our family soon. She touched Medina's earlobe. You, darling, are certainly striking enough to be one of our models. And Renea, she said, running her hand over my hair. I know you're leaving Mayaka in a few weeks, but we could certainly arrange something. Maybe a one-on-one -on -one mentorship session with TK. Edwin told me your family has fallen on hard times. It felt weird that she knew that. Sister darlings, enjoy yourselves. I'll see you soon. She kissed each of our cheeks, then gracefully sped away, leaving us four alone in ballroom number five. at Ticket International Hotel. Please hold for a moment while we connect you with a ballroom reservation specialist. Now available at Ticket's Delicacy Shop. Limited edition, traveled size, glowing heart-shaped scent diffusers designed by Mayaka's own Luisha Wa Disongo. After a long day of sashaying down the catwalk or performing on Wobblywood sound stages, Marisha needed something that could unfailingly relax her. So, she partnered with Tuka to design this incredible machine. With its soft, warm light reflected through an essential oil of your choosing, our diffusers give even the weariest traveler a small home away from home. The room smelled bad. Though a glowing electric diffuser pumped minty-smelling perfume into the air, to me, it smelled worse than even in situ's tossable toilets. The room smelled of stale skin dust, a smell I know well, but behind it, there was another smell I didn't know, sort of vaguely menstrual. The room was small and low-ceilinged, with five doors off to the sides. It was covered in velveteen, gray velveteen couches, a brownish blue velveteen upholstered coffee table, even beige velveteen upholstered walls. I guess it was supposed to signal bland luxury. From one of the rooms, someone yelped. We should go, I said. Someone's here. Yes, Angelique said, go. Not yet. Medina blocked the door. I wanted to come here because I've been worried about both of you, she said, gazing at each of the sisters. You've changed so much. And now I see why. Ha! Arjun barked. You have no idea what we've been through. There was another yelp. 
Then a string of puppyish yaps alternating with deep rhythmic grunts. Together, it sounded almost donkey-like. I noticed a wallet on the velveteen coffee table. My wallet. Its contents bulged out, weirdly reminding me of mold on an overripe peach. The wallet bounced slightly in time with the grunts. Something twisted inside my chest. I wanted to dig my nails into the itch on my neck, but instead I grabbed the wallet and yanked out my ID and bank card. Everything else, the wallet, all its cash, all its change, I threw it all back on the table. The grunting sounds now were almost in a perfect tick-tock, tick-tock rhythm with the brass wall clock that was kind of hidden between all these abstract paintings that looked like the deep inside parts of flowers. I think they were supposed to be tasteful and soothing, but instead, they hurt me. My teeth hurt, and I realized I've been clenching my jaw. Medina exhaled. You didn't need to leave school for this, this. She was motioning wildly. We didn't have a choice, Angelique cried, and the grunting stopped momentarily punctuated by a single puppy yelp. We froze. The grunting resumed. But there are other places, Medina said, all over the city. TK and Nadia are the only ones, the only ones who would pay our Nini's medical bills, Angelique hissed and our parents' bills, and our brothers' bills. Not everyone came out of scars all perfect like you, Arjun said, and don't look at me like that. You should have been helping us, cousin. Medina was shaking her head now. What could I have done? We asked your mama for help, and she said no. You should have said something. My mama has eight kids. She can barely support them. No, that's not it. You'd found your umfaka. You ignored everyone. You ignored us when our families were sick. So we had to find our own umfaka. And now we're workers just like you. Medina stared at the velveteen carpet, silent. Everyone had gone dead silent. So I said, it's just you two living here? No, said Angelique. There are seven of us, like the seven immortals, I said. Then I immediately felt stupid and ashamed. It's Brief Explainer from EBC. I'm Tyrone Bryant. Today's question is from T in Yogos, who asks, Who are the seven immortals? T, you might be thinking of the blockbuster movie topping the Wobblywood box office, The Seven Immortals, about a ragtag group of mysteriously connected people from all around the world. 
In the movie, they unite atop a 50-story Isbeline Casino Resort to take down the supervillains with their combination of martial arts, mutant abilities, and ancient spells. Or you might be thinking of the Empirican Tall Tale of the Seven Immortal Cowboys. Or the Oropian Fairy Tale of the Seven Immortal Kings. Or the Feremian Legend of the Seven Immortal Warrior Princesses. Or the Pudumwa Fable on which the blockbuster movie is based. To answer your question, T, the Seven Immortals are different people in different cultures and different stories. Thanks for your question, T. Until next time, it's Brief Explainer from EBC. Where are the other girls? Medina asked. One's in there, working. Arjun gestured to the noisy room from where we heard the yelps and the grunts. I shivered. I hugged myself and pushed my nails into my arms. I can't just stand here and listen to her and not do anything. Relax, Angelique said. She's just getting buzzed. Buzzed? I didn't get that. Arjun touched a spot on Angelique's upper arm. Angelique made a similar sound as the girl behind the door. It was almost like she was being tickled against her will. She jerked, then relaxed, then smiled. Arjun and Angelique bared their shoulders and I realized that their tattoos were implants. Embedded in their upper arms was a row of thin things. They looked like matchsticks, arranged well, not exactly in a row, more like a fan. Arjun said it was her tiny instrument. She tapped it like a finger piano. A kalimba, she called it. She wiggled her shoulders, and I saw a thin, light sprinkling of scales surrounding her shoulder joint. Did you have scars? I reached out to touch her scales, but Arjun jerked back and said no. You had lads when you were little, Medina said. So did my mom. She passed it to me. Did they give you pills? I don't know what you're talking about, Arjun said. The DeGiant study last year, Medina said. Remember? Arjun ignored her and played the kalimba in her arm. Each key seemed to cause a different reaction in her body. A bark of laughter, a leg twitch, a tiny seizure. They're from TK, Angelique said, tapping on her own little kalimba. I watched their fingers. Playing with their little implanted instruments seemed to calm them both. They were getting buzzed. It was horrifying and fascinating. And I said, what are they? They make us feel good. They keep us independent. Independent? What is that supposed to mean? said Medina. They'll keep us from having to pay for even more relatives. We don't want to be like your mama, Arjun said. And I could see it hurt Medina. TK said they'll keep us thin and beautiful. They'll conserve our energy and turn us into immortals. TK told you all that? That was kind of hard to believe. TK was a sitcom dad but maybe it wasn't so hard to believe. 
Knowing you, Mamai, taught me to expect the worst from adults. Arjun smirked. You said it yourself, seven immortals. He says that after the imprinting will be immortals, Angelique said. And I was like, so TK injected those things into you? No, someone at Population Foundation put them in, Medina said. We all turned to her. Arjun raised an eyebrow. How did you... And you're okay with that? I said. I don't want to get fat. Angelique hugged herself. Not now. The other girls have it? Medina looked around. Where are the other girls? Around the hotel. Visitors like to use their own rooms. You should go. Angelique moved toward the main door. They shouldn't see you. But then she stopped, and she let her gaze slide all over Medina's body, then all over mine. Unless you want them to see you, she smiled. Maybe we should let them see you. Come work with us. Arjun ran a cold finger along my arm. I'm sure it pays better than your school jobs. So that's what Nadia meant, I said. By perspectives? Yes, Angelique said. Come work with us. How much does it pay? Medina looked calm. A lot. And you're paid to find new perspectives? Arjun smirked again. You'll find out when you join. Are you going to work here forever then? Of course not, Angelique said. Girls can go when their bills are paid off. They get too old anyway. Lighter girls like Renea stay longer, Arjun said. Everyone likes them the best, especially if they're as smooth-skinned as you, Damumargu. I'm ashamed to admit that I was flattered. I'd never been called smooth-skinned before. Of all Tuka Spa services with complimentary room service. Get a mani pedi for the price of a manicure. Get a two hour massage for the price of one. And get it all in the comfort of your room or suite. But act fast. This special deal ends at midnight tonight. Work with us, Arjun said. Dump your mfaka job. No. Medina grabbed Arjun's wrist. Dump your mfaka job. We'll get you out. The sisters just laughed. Arjun shook off Medina's hand. I mean it. Medina's voice started rising. And then what? We go work for your professor? Will he pay our bills? Maybe. I said, we can talk to him. Don't do that. Angelique was serious now. Don't do that. He'll tell TK. Then we'll call the police, I said. <laughs> TK owns the police. Arjun scoffed, sounding almost proud. There are shelters all over Mayaka, Medina said, and family care groups and the child welfare agency. I said we would call all of them. 
You think we don't know them? Arjun sneered. We know every single one of their names. Suppose you get us out of here, as you say. Angelique tapped her foot. Nothing will change. We'll run out of money and they'll just replace us. Lots of girls want to take our place since scars, they're everywhere now. They're all over in situ. Medina opened her mouth, but said nothing. Her head hung low. As long as there are money men and poor girls, nothing will change, Arjun said. So we might as well be the ones making the money. That's when I noticed a small photo hanging near the clock. Medina sighed. She crossed her arms and hunched her chin into her hand, thinking. She paced to the end of the room and back. She kept pacing. Have you even tried to leave? We can leave whenever we want, Angelique said, but it won't pay our debt. I was walking towards the photo. And it's awful out there, Arjun said. We were always hungry. We had headaches all the time. Medina stopped pacing and her shoulders slumped. How about a massage then, she asked lamely. Arjun snorted. Lie down, Damamargu. No, Medina said. Find me in the sunlight the next time you come by school. Arjun just shrugged. Saba, Koopa? Don't call me that. You're your own Koopa. What is this? I asked pointing at the photo which showed nine dark-skinned girls lined up in three rows of three. A beautiful woman wearing an animal print dress stood to one side of the group. A sunburned man in a safari suit stood to the other side. Oh, they make us take a class photo every year, Angelique said. I leaned in, peering more closely at the photo. I could feel them watching me. I recognized Arjun, Angelique, Nadia, and TK all captured on camera. That's not very smart, said Medina. I recognized something else. I thought of you, Mamai, and shuddered. Shuddered again. I couldn't stop. I thought I was having a seizure. Are you okay? Medina touched my shoulder, but I whirled around. I was almost wheezing. I said, we will get you out of here. My voice was wobbling with my body. And Arjun looked confused, but she quickly smoothed her face. <laughs> you can try, but there are hundreds of people in this hotel and thousands of people in this city who won't be happy about it. I don't care. I willed my body to stop shaking, but it didn't listen. I don't care if it's, we're getting you out of here. I stalked away from them toward the door. So you're leaving now, huh? Arjun said, what a shining Mfaka savior you are. I ran up the stairs to the lobby, out the hotel's revolving brass doors. Have a great day. Goodbye. Have a great day. The great tit is a bird.
www.kreativmusikradio.com. 